Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time now, though, to uh, reflect on the life of Sir Murray Helberg with Joseph Romanos. Joseph, thanks for giving us some time and welcome to the show. Thanks very much. You knew Sir Murray reasonably well, mate. Um, you, you mentioned that in a text yesterday. What what sort of bloke was he? Uh, away from all the pageantry, the gold medals, the the awards, all that sort of stuff. If you sat down and had a coffee or a tea or a beer or whatever with Murray, what sort of bloke was he? Um, he was pretty reticent. Um, he was confident enough in himself, but he was he wasn't one to push himself. I remember one day I was sitting in a car with him. We were doing an interview actually in Epsom where he had a home at the time. And um, he, um, oh, he's, he, he was doing this for me for a book I was writing, Arthur's Boys. And he said, he, he said oh, I, I don't really want to do this, but I'll do it for Arthur and I'll do it well. And we were sitting there having a chat and he was, he was all right, you know. And then this guy came along a footpath walking a dog and the dog had one hind leg missing and, and had a sort of a wheel contraption hooked up. Murray leapt out of the car, rushed across the road to talk to the man and looked at the dog and he was totally innovated and that was really um, what he was like. He, he always had an eye out for, for people who were struggling or the underdogs. They went through, the New Zealand athletics team went through Philippines one time and I remember Peter Snell saying to me, typical Murray, we all went and looked at you know the tourist sites and he went off and walked around the slums. To, to check it out, and and that was him. He, he did have an eye out for those sort of strugglers. I, I guess that that's really you know how he will be remembered in a lot of ways for a lot of New Zealanders is what he did, not so much on the track but off the track, and how he used his fame and that that gold medal from Rome in nineteen sixty. Yes, he. I mean, he he's in our top ten or fifteen champion athletes of all time, champion sports people. First guy to break four minutes for the mile, he, the first of Arthur, Arthur Lydiard's great stable of runners, Olympic champion, two Commonwealth Games gold medals, lots of world records, a great, great runner, but it's overshadowed by what he did for New Zealand with his fame, setting up that Helberg Foundation and raising so much money for um, disabled children. Fantastic contribution he made. And, and to the wider New Zealand public, not the sports lovers, that that's really the story. His story, yeah, it very much is. I mean, you talk about some of the things that he achieved in his life. And I was I was doing a bit of um, uh, research ahead of chatting to you just about some of the things that he had knocked off. And as you say, you know, uh, there were so many things, so many achievements on track, and uh, and things that. that don't get talked about because of the foundation, because of the awards and things like that. But I was I was talking to my father last night. Um, it was my daughter's birthday yesterday, so he was around for dinner and we were talking and, you know, the news had come through and, and Dad's 70 and I said to him, I said, oh, did you hear the news, you know, about Sir Murray Helberg? And he was, you know, devastated um, to hear the news and he started telling me he grew up in Glen Innes in, in Auckland and he was a runner. Uh-huh. He, had, he had the schoolboy uh, mile record when he was 12 and things like that and he just said, look, you know, those guys... 
him and Peter Snell were rock stars. They were the they were the big guys that you know we really looked up to. It wasn't so much the All Blacks or the or the cricketers or anybody else. It was those guys because they were doing such good things on on such a big stage. Yes, and it's interesting. I mean, P- Peter Snell would have been the first to say this. He often talked about it. He looked up to Murray. Murray was the leader. They got to Rome in 1960 when Snell was 21 years old and Helberg was already an Empire Games gold medalist and had run a four-minute mile, a sub-four-minute mile. And so he said he just hung on to Murray's coattails and walked around and got introduced to other athletes by Helberg. And Helberg led the way. He is the pioneer of that era of New Zealand uh, athletes. There's no question about it. And... In that era, there were people like Don Clark, Wilson Winneray, Colin Meads, Snell and Helberg. They were household names. They were household names. And one of the other things that I didn't realise, a real big part of athletics history, was the Bannister-Landy uh, Miracle Mile in 54. Lydiard was a big part yeah. of that. He was a competitive runner in that race. Yeah, Helberg was. Yes, he and Helberg and Bill Bailey, another one of Lydiard's runners, both were in that final believe it or not, in that mile final in, in Vancouver in 1954. Of course, all eyes were on Bannister and Landy, but um, they were just young guys then, Helberg and Bailey, and it showed that they were coming through, and they went on to confirm how great they were. In terms of Sir Murray's legacy, I mean, we've you know, you've talked about what he's done on the, on the track. Maybe not, we haven't talked about that enough, but the other things that he did, I mean, I think for a generation of New Zealanders, who he was and what he did, and even you know working with the physically disabled and allowing them the opportunity um, to be able to compete in sports and partake in sports is overshadowed by the awards to an extent. Yes, I mean, you know, they were the New Zealand Sportsman of the Year awards for 50 years, 45 years, and um, it was obvious the name had to change. He wasn't very happy when they recorded the Helberg Awards. He was not one to push himself. But he accepted that it was the best thing for the awards and it was the right thing to do, and he accepted it. But he certainly wasn't particularly happy about it at the time. He certainly wasn't pushing it. However, he was proud. I remember talking to him one day when we were walking around Auckland Domain and in 2008, and he'd just been awarded the Order of New Zealand, which is the really elite award, the top 20, 20 living New Zealanders. And he was particularly proud because he had taken over from Ed Hillary, who died earlier in the year, he had his medal. So he was very proud of that and proud to be in that Order of New Zealand group. I read um, some of uh, the interviews that I think you had done for that golden era of New Zealand athletics book, Arthur's Boys, um, particularly with Bill Bailey and talking about how hard Murray Helberg was to beat. He's like, you know, he just never seemed to have an off day and it didn't matter what you tried in that last 100 or 50 metres, he always seemed to have an answer. I mean, he, he was determination personified, wasn't he? Yes, you know what? I mean, he nearly died when he had that rugby accident when he was 17. He was in hospital and they didn't know if he was going to live. And he, he eventually came through it. His left arm was all withered and he had to become a right-hander. And Arthur Liddy had picked him up and trained him and trained him. And Helberg did it and, and looked up to Liddy and so did whatever Liddy had suggested he do. But to, to come from near death to become a champion athlete, I think that gives you a sort of a perspective on life and a tenacity that you feel like you you can do anything. And in the home straight, he was very difficult to beat. He, he, he was, Snell even said, he was the toughest guy to beat in the home straight. 
What did he do uh, post-athletics in terms of how he reinvented himself? Did you see that come about? How how much of those conversations did you have uh, when you were writing Arthur's Boys? Um, you know what, he did a bit of coaching, not particularly successfully. He, he wasn't he wasn't a, a loud, lead-from-the-front sort of dominating character. He would offer good advice, but he, he didn't have a particularly successful coaching career. He didn't really do athletics administration. He led a, a supporters tour at one stage over to a, an Olympics, um, and he worked for a brewery for a while, but it was pretty... He was just a pretty normal New Zealander, except for the fact that he was a champion athlete who'd used his name to set up this foundation. And then he, and a lot of his energy went into making sure that went well, because it wasn't just the Helberg, the, what was the Sportsman of the Year awards. That was the chief fundraiser for the year, but, but that foundation went on all year with dinners and so on, and he was integral to all that. How um, defining in his in his life journey do you think that uh, accident was? That rugby tackle that you know you talked about. I mean, he he had uh, uh, problems around the, the heart with blood clots and things and nerve damage in that arm. Mm. Do you think that was the thing that opened his eyes to people with physical disabilities not being able to have the opportunities that normally able people would have? Yeah, oh, no, it was everything. I mean, what you said then is absolutely correct. That is what turned his mind that way. And it's also overcoming that gave him the confidence to succeed in life. And um, the other the other big aspect of his life was the arrival of Lydiard. Because he, uh, he said, if it wasn't for Lydiard, he said, look, I would have been a runner and I might have, I might have won a New Zealand title. I might have. He said, but that would have been the extent of it. But he turned me into an Olympic champion and opened the doors for the rest of my life enabled me to use my name to help people so he said he said meeting Lydia was the big thing but I think the character forming thing was overcoming that injury yeah it's amazing really I mean Joseph if I ask you how you will remember Sir Murray Helberg and how you think New Zealand should remember him what would you say um, I remember him when he I was quite interested to observe this he he Dave Curry, when he was the chef of mission for the Olympic team and, and the Commonwealth Games team, got Murray in as the team mentor, and he travelled to Manchester in 2002 and Athens in 2004 as the team mentor. And I thought, well, how's this going to work? This guy is quite reticent. He's in his 70s probably, um, uh, and he's got all these 22-year-old athletes and, and divers and whatever in the team. How And... He never pushed himself, but he was available. And I watched them come up to him and they'd sit down and talk to him and they'd go away and they were inspired. And he, he had an effect just by quiet common sense and the stature he had because of what he'd done. And so he related really well to a different generation. And it was interesting to watch him using his stature to help people like that. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. He was an amazing man by all accounts. I never had the pleasure, Joseph, but thank you very much for coming on today and giving us some of your thoughts and some of your recollections. I really appreciate it, and who knows, maybe there's a book in it. <laughs> well, he did write a great book, A Clean Pair of Heels. I would have read that book five or six times. It's a great book, actually. It was written in 1964 at the end of his athletics career. Yeah, one one worth uh, checking out at the local library. Joseph Romanos, thank you once again for your time this morning, my friend. Uh, go well, and uh, I really appreciate it. Have a great weekend.
All good. Thank you. Joseph Romanos there with us, a New Zealand journalist and author, the author of, amongst many books, Arthur's Boys, The Golden Era of New Zealand Athletics. It is 17 past nine here on SENZ. This is Mornings with Ian Smith. If you've got any memories or recollections of Sir Murray Helberg, we'd love to hear from you on those. You can call us on 0800 150 811 or you can just flick them through on 8833, our temper bedpost text machine. Now, one of New Zealand's true greats, Sir Murray Helberg, passing away at the age of 89 yesterday on Waiheke Island in Auckland. It'll be, we'll be back with your calls, your thoughts, your texts after this.